Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning. It is Tuesday, November 8th. It's six minutes after nine. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Something going on today? Do you have plans today? I certainly hope so. Let's talk about Donald Trump. He's played a big role in the midterm so far, endorsing and raising nearly $350 million for more than 300 Republican candidates, rallying support for a lot of them across dozens of states across the nation. And last night, while he was in Dayton, Ohio, during a rally, he made an announcement about an announcement. He says that on Tuesday, November 15th from Mar-a-Lago, he will make a big announcement. Boy, what do you think it is? Ah, here you go. Take a listen. We want nothing to detract from the importance of tomorrow. You understand that, J.D.? I'm going to be making a very big announcement on Tuesday, November 15th at Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida. We want nothing to detract from the importance of tomorrow. So he couldn't help himself. Mm -hmm. A lot of people thought that he was going to make the announcement last night. Mm -hmm. And and this is the problem with Trump, right? So there's a huge part of me that was saying there's no possible way that he would do that because of the firestorm it would create and put a whole bunch of candidates at risk. Mm But then there's a the other part of it that's like, no, he I would t- do it. Yeah, he totally would do it. And he this, would totally and this do is it. this is the problem with Trump. So he's he's going to run, which is no surprise. But like already, I mean, people are already exhausted with you, and you're going to run two years ahead of time. W- w- what purpose does this serve? I mean, I guess. The way you make money or raise money, not make money, but raise money. I don't know if he's trying to do it to beat the indictment. So when he gets indicted, he'll be able to say it's political. I don't know. But, dude. (laughs) You think there's a bit of Trump fatigue? Yesterday, today, everything leading up to today should be about getting good conservatives elected. And once again, it was about him. And But... Look, I get that J.D. Vance owes his political life to Donald Trump, and had Donald Trump not endorsed him, he would not have been the nominee, and he's about to easily be a U.S. senator. But wow, how emasculating to be completely subservient on your night, the day ahead of your election. Mm -hmm. You're basically sitting there just kissing the boots of some other person. Yeah, a lot of people were saying he better not announce last night because... They will they will walk away from him. But that's a for that very reason that he's taking all of the light away from all of these candidates who have worked so hard and put it on himself. Luckily, he did not announce last night, but he might as well have because he pretty much said what he's going to say. You're right. And this is my point, right? He cannot help himself. And again, there's an old saying, how can I miss you? 
if you won't go away. Like, yeah. think about it, you see this in relationships all the time mm-hmm. where you're with somebody and you're with them for a period of time, and whether it's a divorce or a breakup or whatever, and it ends. And when it ends, you're just like, man, that's. Thank gosh, I'm done with that. And then you see what other fish are in the sea. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen that person for you know a year or whatever, you start going, well, that that wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. Because the person's not there to remind you of all the things you hated about being in the relationship <laughs> with that person. Mm-hmm. But if the person is continuously there... You would never think that. You can't. You can't uh, forget all of the bad parts. Uh, well, what uh, distance makes the heart grow fonder? Distance also makes the lonely wander. So maybe Donald Trump is worried that we'll forget about him, and he's not allowing that to happen. It is 11 minutes after nine. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Biden says that coal plants all across America will be shut down, replaced with wind and solar. He argued that it's cheaper to generate electricity from wind and solar than it is from coal. Uh, Joe Manchin says that he owes coal workers an immediate and public apology. Joe Manchin states that, uh, you know, Coal still generates about 90% of the electricity from his state. And he said that Joe Biden's comments were outrageous and divorced from reality. And of course, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre was asked about this. And here's what she had to say. Uh, you mentioned about the president's statement or what the president said on Saturday regarding coal. Um, you mentioned a couple times or repeated a couple times today that those words were twisted. So who twisted them? Did Manchin twist them? Did someone else twist them? It's how it was reported out was being twisted. Um, so if you and I want to be really clear because this is important. Uh, if you read the full transcript, the president was very clear commenting on a fact of economics and technology uh, as it has been from the its earliest days as an energy superpower. America is once again in the midst of an energy transition, and the president is determined to make sure that this transition helps all Americans, and he's been very clear about that. And these weren't some novel comments uh, as they were taken and twisted to be. Uh, the president has has talked for years about this energy transition and the need to support coal uh, communities through it. And so it was it was twisted uh, by, by many others, and so we wanted to make sure that there was some clarity it's the most government thing ever to say i am there is a thing that exists that really works well for people whether it's coal oil whatever and this works well for most people and it's sustained us as a society but you're too stupid to know what's best for you so we're going to phase it out but we're going to help the people who were phasing out of society come to something else that isn't working for them and isn't working for... Did I miss something? But this is what they do, right? Like, coal and oil work. That's why they work for people. And yes, there are times, usually based on government intervention, where oil or coal, as we're seeing right now, will go up in price because of government intervention. But largely, if you leave it alone and you allow people to access the resources, it one works well in terms of doing what it's supposed to do, and two generally works at a price that is reasonable to most people. Yeah, well, this is a, a forced energy transition, and she said that Biden is helping all Americans 
Well, except for the 40,000 coal miners who are going to lose their jobs, he is putting green energy fantasies ahead of American families. Yeah, but you get the government you deserve, and we say that, and I know that's a phrase we use a lot, but people, look, you had a chance to get rid of Joe Manchin in 2018, and people bought into this thing that he's a man of the people, and he's for the working man, and he's a different type of, no, he's not a different type of Democrat. When the rubber met the road and the chips were down, what'd Joe Manchin do? He buckled, he voted for the Green Dream, and he lied to society about why he was voting for it, because it does nothing for inflation. You, you got to get... You, they're all the same, right? I mean, you can say whatever you want about these Democrats when the chips are down in lockstep. Chris, Kirsten Cinema, same way. She found every excuse under the sun to vote for that thing. And in the end, it was a bunch of giveaways to her corporate buddies mm-hmm. to ensure the party of the working man, the Democrats, gave a bunch of uh, billions of dollars of giveaway to corporations to get her to vote for it. Here's spin number two from Corinne John Pierre mm-hmm. on this because Biden's getting really beat up over this. It was really loud mm. in there, Casey. So we just wanted to be very clear uh, on that, uh, which is why we uh, put out a statement. It seemed like there was uh, uh, some confusion uh, on that. And so, uh, but, uh, you know, I want to say this. It was, some of you were there. It was uh, it was loud and, and hard uh, to hear, I think, or maybe not uh, exactly what... Uh, what uh, what was being said, but I currently don't want to get into punditry from here and and why we did it or do it, uh, or you know paid or do it, did it on TV. But I spoke to to this over the weekend. The president's words we believe were twisted. <laughs> it was loud in there, or maybe it wasn't. What what is she talking about? This is this is the, the this is the administration of the most powerful man in the world, and that's the best you can do. It was really loud in there, or maybe it wasn't. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. You heard it on TV or you didn't. I, I, she did say it was loud. By the way, Biden had about 4,000 people with Obama at that rally yeah. that they're talking about. Trump had over 15,000. <laughs> so, Casey, let's let's keep it in perspective. When, yes. we, when we come back, yes, we missed something. This was several weeks ago. And I cannot believe not only that we missed it, Mm -hmm. but that no one in our audience directed our attention to it. We all missed it. Trump had a, that's not a tweet because he's not on Twitter. He had a a truth. A truth about the Duke of Spendingburg, (laughs) Todd Young, and it is perfect. All right, we'll get to it next from 93 WIBC. 21 minutes after 9, trending this hour, the total lunar eclipse. The Earth, Sun, and Moon will align, creating a blood moon. It is the last lunar eclipse until 2025. Also trending, Powerball. The drawing for the record-setting $1.9 billion Powerball was delayed due to a technical problem. The lottery host said, because of a technical problem, we are unable to bring you the Powerball drawing at this time. As soon as we're able to resolve this issue and conduct the drawing, it will be available at Powerball.com. They're supposed to have that settled sometime today. And finally, trending, Rob, you'll appreciate this. Katy Perry, she posted a picture of herself voting. 
She voted for a Republican. She cast a ballot for Rick Caruso in Los Angeles for mayor. Yeah, so Caruso, that's an interesting race out there. Caruso is running against Karen Bass, who is a, a longtime Democrat House member for the to be the mayor of Los Angeles. Caruso is a Republican. He's not running as a Republican, but he's a, a, what we like to call infinitely wealthy. So he has put huge amounts of money. The campaign is centered on crime out there. So that will be an interesting race to watch tonight if even people in Los Angeles are fed up with Democrat rule. Mm-hmm. Surprising that Katy Perry is voting for Republican, and now I understand your affinity for her. <laughs> <laughs> it is 23 minutes after 9. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And how did we miss this? Trump. I, I, I don't know. I, Trump had some words about Todd Young. I, so uh, a a person who I consider a friend who I will not publicly out because the person is very involved in Republican politics and would be scorned and uh, evicted from the party uh, was very, I think, very surprised we had not mentioned this yet because Mm -hmm. this was all the way back in October, October October 17th, in fact, uh, of this year, Trump went at Todd Young. And I got to say, look, I love our audience. But I'm very disappointed in you people that nobody informed me of this because I don't have truth social media. So nobody informed me that this had happened. And this would have been just perfect for our show. And it's Election Day. So it's really perfect for our show anyway. So can I read Mm -hmm. Trump's comments about Todd Young? Only if you do it in the voice. Well, sure. Let's do it. Just read in of all places. The New York Times that the broken old crow, Mitch McConnell, has lost every single time to me in his cherished Senate races. I am 42 and 0 over the last two cycles and never even tried to run up the score by opposing Todd Young of Indiana or John Thune of South Dakota. They may be rhinos. And puppets of Mitch, but they are just fine. <laughs> I do. I also get credit for endorsing Mitch himself, who was heading for a landslide loss until he begged me to endorse him. Sadly, I did. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he called Todd Young a rhino. So, uh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Don't take my word for it. <laughs> Don't take our word for it. Take Donald Trump's word for it. And this would have been way more helpful like three weeks ago. So in the future, if Trump says something negative about Todd Young and or Eric Holcomb, <laughs> please, alert Rob please bombard my email, rob at wibc.com, with, uh, with that information. Well, we've got a sunny and mild forecast today. It might make it very convenient for a lot of people to get out and vote and uh, increase voter turnout from years past. But as early voting ended at noon yesterday, the Secretary of State's office said 684,692 ballots had been cast in Indiana. And that is lower than years past, is it not? Yes. So in 2018, it was 748,106 ballots. So that is, I'm doing public school math here, just over, what is that, 64,000 fewer ballots cast in the midterm of 2022, Mm -hmm. early voting versus 20 versus 2018. Now, people could make up for it on election day. The point is, though, 
there is very clearly not this supposed blue wave that over the summer we were told was going to be happening because women were irate or whatever. And let's face it, in almost every single state in the union, every single election, election day favors Republicans. Mm -hmm. So if the Democrats are 64,000 votes or whatever behind, then it's not going to end well for them, which I think we all knew in Indiana. And coming up, not this next segment, but the one after I'm going to do an election day prediction on the two big races. And this information really plays into that because it does appear to be, now again, I think there's going to be Many, 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 many people, and we are seeing it. I've seen it on social media, people contacting the show, who are scratching on the Secretary of State's race. They're not voting for Diego Morales. They are voting for Jeff Moore, the Libertarian. Mm -hmm. So I think that race is going to be different. But we're not seeing a flood of people voting for the Democrat, Destiny Wells. And Tom McDermott, as we've said for weeks, has as much chance to be a U.S. senator as you or, you or I do. Indiana still the 42nd in voter turnout in the country. And Hamilton and Wells counties have the highest voter turnout in the state. There are more than 5.1 million Hoosiers of voting age and just over 5 million being voter eligible and nearly 3.1 million Indiana residents voted in 2020 and we'll see if we get up to that mark uh, today. It's 928 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC and up next we're going to be joined by Micah Beckwith. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Amen. Amen. It's time to go to church. Take me to church. Here to preach to the choir from the bully pulpit, Pastor Micah Beckwith. 93 WIBC, it is the Kendall Casey Show. I'm Rob Casey's here. Let's go to the drivehubler.com hotline. The conservative voice of the state of Indiana, Micah Beckwith, joins us. All right, Beckwith, I picture you guys having some sort of big cookout on Election Day, like, uh, you know, you're shooting off fireworks. This is uh, one of your favorite days of the year. It is, man. I'm actually getting ready to go surfing on this big red wave that we're about ready to have. So. No, okay. So let's talk about that. So you have refused, even though you, I love you so much. You're one of my best friends. You have refused to come off the idea that Todd Young and Diego Morales are good for society. Are you really going to feel like you've won anything today if those two guys are victorious? Well, I'm going to feel like we won something if we get the Senate back. Uh, I think that'll be that's a big win. I mean, again, you're, a vote for Todd Young is really a vote for Ted Cruz, Josh, Josh Hawley, and Rand Paul, and guys like that to be able to go after the, the Anthony Fauci's of the world and to hold them accountable. And so I would, that, I'm going to feel good about that. Now, Diego, I think – I think we, yeah, I want to give Diego a chance. I, he's a real, what I, I can only go off of what I know and see. And everything I have seen personally with Diego and anything he, I've ever talked to him personally, he's always given me straight up answers, exactly what he's going to do. He's one of the hardest working candidates I've ever seen. I mean, you can't, you can't say the guy doesn't work hard. Like, he oh, he's very, worker. he's very, if it benefits him, he's all over it. I 100% <laughs> agree with you with that. He is on it if it benefits him. Continue. Well, let me, let me, let me throw out this to you, though. If, if I were Diego and I had all these people saying, I can't do the job, I was fired, or there's like, I would have a chip on my shoulder to show them otherwise. Mm -hmm. I think if he gets in there, he's going to do a good job because he's, he's going to want to 
prove the naysayers wrong. He's going to want to prove Rob Kendall wrong, essentially, yeah. is what, what he's going to want to do. Yeah, right? it's, it's all about me. It's all my fault. It's my fault if he loses. It's my fault if he, that he doesn't do a good job. It's all it's all my fault, Mike, and the radio well, guy. It's your, it's your fault that Putin invaded Ukraine. So. <laughs> Just, okay, but aren't you, isn't there a big part of you that is concerned over this these allegations about voter fraud from 2018? Because let's, let's face it, the Republican Party has a history of tossing out Secretary of States they don't like. Yeah, I, I'm certain. I mean, I'm certainly concerned about that, and I I think Diego needs the answer for that. But here's here's what's at play here for everyone who's listening right now. The establishment, and I've heard it from people who are in the establishment or close to those in the establishment, they want Diego to lose so that they can point to conservatives around the state of Indiana and and say, "See, you guys always pick people who can't win or like they're unable to govern." And they really they want. I know people on the Republican side and the establishment side that have told me they're voting for Destiny Wells because they they hate the fact that conservatives are taking the party back. So Diego was the conservative candidate at the at the uh, convention. Now we didn't have a ton of great picks, but but I, but it was he was the one that everyone got behind. You're and, so nice. And, uh, Your niceness is just it knows no bounds. We didn't have a lot of great picks. Yeah, boy, that's an understatement. <laughs> but but I'm just telling you what's at stake here if 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 he loses or they can get him get out, get rid of him the way they got rid of Curtis Hill or Charlie White or guys like that, they're going to say, see, the conservatives always mess things up. This is another Richard Murdoch uh, situation. You know, so I, I think we th- there's there's a lot at play here, not just for the secretary of state's office, but for the future of Indiana politics, because we've got an inner battle going on right now between the rhino establishment. Uh, the old school Republicans that want to they, they care more about power than they do about principles. And then you then you have the conservatives who are all for principles. And we're saying, no, we we're going to do what's right because, you know, we believe in the principle of, of the party. Casey, Micah needs a break. He's getting very dizzy from all the spending for Diego. I know you have a question. Go ahead. Well, you know what, Micah, this struck me yesterday. I was at Walgreens and the woman behind the counter was speaking Spanish and she was speaking Spanish to the customer who was also speaking Spanish. And then it hit me. Okay, here, do you think that we have a lot of Latino voters who will be voting for Diego as representation of them? Well, I I think there's certainly going to be a good swath of of voters who are Latino voters that are going to see Diego as like somebody like that they resonate with. But but I I love the fact that we are a super diverse party in the Republican Party. I mean, like we've got We've got multiple uh, people who are on state tickets, whether it's um, whether it's Diego or, you know, in the past we've had Curtis Hill. I mean, we've had we have this really, I think, diverse community in the Republican Party. We always get we always get pigeonholed as being the uh, the rich old white guy party. But really, that's that's flipped. That's the Democrat. The elitist Democrat Party is the old white tired party. And now we're seeing we're seeing people like Diego. Uh, run and, and we see it all over the country. It's not just Indiana. So I think in Indiana specifically, it's probably not as big of a factor as it would be if you were down in Texas or Florida. But I do think that Diego's going to win a lot of those Latino votes because they're going to say he is the he he embodies the American dream, and I I love it. I think that's I think that's a, a great picture. I think you know Diego if. if 
again, going back to the allegations about it, I don't. I can only tell you what I know to be true about Diego and what I've seen personally. And everything I've seen has been, you know, pretty impressive. So, uh, Michael Beckwith <laughs> is uh, is our guest. Okay, so as egregious as your uh, U.S. Senate and Secretary of State choices are, I will say you've totally redeemed yourself because you have been one of the great fighters for great school board candidates, not just in Hamilton County where you live, but all all across this state. And I am I am cautiously optimistic in many communities that people are paying attention to school board races for the first time. Yeah. Oh, it's it is like none. No other time I've ever I've ever seen personally. Uh, people, parents, grandparents, they are they are mad. They're 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 like uh, like as mad as a hornet's nest. It, they 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 see what's happening in our schools. They see what is being forced down the throats of their uh, their children when it comes to this woke liberal ideology that hates America. It hates it hates the standards that we that that grew this great nation and so they're coming out in droves and we're seeing it all across the state we're seeing it all across the country and i think that's really why it's going to be a red wave tonight is because i think the school boards around the country are actually driving this red wave and typically it's usually you know a, a federal race or a presidential race that drives the wave i think it's actually happening now at the local school board level and those people are coming out because they want good school board candidates because they're tired of seeing our schools just go down the tubes in every every uh statistic there is whether it's academics or this the sexualization of our kids um you know all of this nonsense that's that's happening in our schools is because we've had bad leadership and so people are they're turning out it's going to be like you said, I'm cautiously optimistic, too, but I think we're going to see some great results tonight. Okay, question, Micah, because as Casey and I have talked about, uh, I can't speak for Casey. I have no idea how she's going to to vote. Uh, but I have divorced myself, as we've said, from <laughs> uh, the Todd Youngs and the, the Diegos. So for the people who are still going to vote for these two guys, because this is not a me question, it's a you question, how do you hold them accountable? What You cannot unvote Todd Young the next six years once he's in there. So how are you going to hold him accountable? Because he told me in a room full of people, he's not stopping spending the money. What are you guys going to do to hold him accountable? Well, I think first and foremost, you, you got to open up your mouth and speak out truth. Like that's what, like whether it's whether it's calling him out on social media, whether it's going up to him at a rally or an event, speaking to him, whether it's whether it's getting to other members of the Senate, you know, going to a guy like Mike Braun and say, okay, Mike. You got to hold Todd accountable. You got to get to him, and and you know this. You're you're also one of our Indiana senators, so to show him the way. So there's a, there's ways you can do that. It's it's really about influence, and that's what I try to tell people. It's like okay, we've lost the art of influence in our country, uh, uh, really. And, and I think if if the Republicans and conservatives learn how to influence again, then I think we could we could see even guys like Todd Young kind of go down a good path. But it's kind of that carrot in the stick. Like you have to incentivize those ambitious self-motivated people that's our founders knew that to be true that's why they made our system work for ambitious people like they they weren't trying to get rid of the selfish nature because they said men are a combination of angels and and demon or devils you know it's kind of this we're kind of in the middle and so how can we use selfish ambition but motivate it and steer it in a direction towards liberty and so a guy like todd young who's selfishly motivated in a lot of ways and i and i think probably most politicians are how can you say hey 
this is going to benefit you if you do the right things. And so, so it's really about influencing them back into the direction of liberty, freedom, that, that's going to last for generations to come. So, uh, you know, with a guy like Diego, uh, he told me straight up, I said, Diego, we're going to hold you accountable. If you don't do what you're telling us you're going to do, like we are going to come at you so hard in four years, you won't know what hit you. Was and he, and he Was said, he scared? No, no, he was actually he was actually pleasantly like like I think he was pleasantly uh, taken aback by that. He said, "Thank you. I want you to do that. I'm expecting you to do that." So, so again, you know, every four years you could go to a guy like Diego and say, "Okay, you didn't do your job, so we're getting we're getting you out." Or every six years with a guy like Todd Young. But but anyway, that's that you have to influence, and that's that's where I think we're going to do um, with Todd and with Diego both. Is if they're doing a great job, we're going to let people know, and if they're doing not a great job, we're also going to let people know. Michael, what did you expect Diego to say to you when you told him <laughs> I want to hold you accountable? Is he going to go? No, don't do that. No, no, no. Just let me slide. Of course, okay. he's going to say yes. Please. I don't know. He's in the Indiana Republican Party. He may have said, I don't anticipate any accountability whatsoever. (laughs) That's a good good point. I mean, I have heard leaders of our party say we shouldn't uh, shouldn't call each other out publicly. So he didn't say say that. So I'm giving credit. That's such a a good way to end things. If people want to know more about you, Micah, how can they do it? Uh, so you can go to my website, MicahBeckwith.com, or you can follow me on Facebook at Micah Beckwith for uh, Indiana. And then uh, we have a podcast anywhere you can get podcasts with uh, Nathan Peternell, my fellow pastor here at Life Church, uh, called Jesus, Sex, and Politics. So just type that in and, and you'll find it. And so, yeah, love, love speaking truth. Oh, we love you, Micah. I love you guys, too. 93 WIBC, it's Kendall and Casey Show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. $11 trillion wasn't needed. It wasn't smart. It wasn't any better than the $6 trillion that Biden has proposed. In fact, it's worse. It's almost twice as bad. But Todd Young knows that you are too weak to do the right thing. Think about it when you go vote and at least have the courage to say it out loud. I'm too weak to do the right thing and punish Todd Young. So Kevin mm-hmm. sent me a text last night. He's like, I prepared something special for you today. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That was fabulous. That was you. I think we'll do that every time going forward. By the way, to what I'm declaring two announcements. I think, one, every time we do a segment on Todd Young going forward, that'll be our intro. <laughs> and two, after today, mm-hmm. assuming he does indeed win re-election, yeah. he will no longer be referenced by his name. He will simply be Senator Spendingberg. <laughs> Spendingberg. <laughs> yes. You shortened it from Duke of Spendingberg yeah. just to Spendingberg. Right. Right, yeah, it's just too much to type out. So I think going forward, it will be just he will just be referred to as Spending Burn. Sounds good to me. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It is 951. And let's talk about what you think is going to happen today when all of the votes are counted. This is so wild because I feel very confident in one of the big statewide races yeah. and I have no idea in the other. And when I say I have no idea in the other, which is the secretary of state. Mm hmm. 
I think what what will happen in central Indiana will not be the same as the rest of the state. Yeah. And I have no idea whether how awful Diego Morales is, is being covered in Fort Wayne? Mm-hmm. Is it being covered in Lake County? Is it being covered in Evansville? Is it being covered in Jeffersonville? Is all the egregious Diego Morales stuff, the getting fired from the office, the about to get fired again before he quit, the, the allegations of impropriety against him, the 40... For almost $44,000 for a car, the sketchy military uh, record, the allegations now that he may have committed voter fraud. Mm-hmm. I mean, are, are all of these things getting the same coverage everywhere else as they are here? And if the answer is no, then Diego will probably win enough votes mm-hmm. in, in the at least in the case of Fort Wayne, a super Republican area, that he's going to be able to offset the terrible performance he's going to have here in central Indiana. Now, I sent you a op-ed from the Northwest Times where, yes, he, he was getting the coverage that we've been giving him here, but not to the same extent. Right. right. So I don't think that it's going to reach all of the corners of the state of Indiana. Yeah. And let's face it, like, and, and this is, this is, people have, people have said this because it's true. It's not just us saying this. We move the needle in terms of how conservative or liberty minded people vote. The Indie Star does not move the needle on how conservative or liberty minded people vote. So Indie Star running stuff doesn't change most people's minds because they're not reading it. They already have an opinion on the star. Mm-hmm. We look at some of those stories and we vet through them and say, this is interesting. Let's talk about this. There's a lot of stuff they've run or talked about on Diego or Todd Rokita or Todd Young or whatever. We don't run whatever. And Rainwater said this. Rainwater said in 2020, we, us, this radio station being honest and honest and fair broker of Eric Holcomb and his egregious job won him about 150,000 votes. So that's there. That's the candidate's interpretation of it, not not mine, mm-hmm. his. And so I think we have definitely moved the needle in terms of people being aware. We've seen the emails. We see the tweets. Our audience is fully aware of what a colossal disaster Diego Morales is, and they recognize, unlike the secretary, unlike the U.S. Senate race. Mm-hmm. There's not a fear of, oh my gosh, the Democrats are going to seize the U.S. Senate and ruin my life. They recognize the Secretary of State is an administrator, nothing more of the will of the Indiana General Assembly. And so as such, you don't have as much to fear because maybe Republicans will actually behave like Republicans if in some sense, some way, Destiny Wells gets into that office. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what do you think is going to happen, Rob Kendall? Well... Now, we're in the profession of keeping people listening, Mm -hmm. and I really don't want to have to rush through this. And because we played Kevin's very (laughs) fabulous introduction that took up a little more time than I anticipated, and I wanted to set it up. What You want to get into it when we come back? You want to make the predictions? The predictions? When we come back of what's going to happen in the two big statewide races? Because I think two markedly different things are going to happen in those statewide races. And I don't think you and I are agreeing 100%. Oh, great! Yeah. Uh, we're playing the feud! Yes! All right, that's on the way from 93 WIBC. Good morning. Right, fight.